This message is brought to you by Croydon Tabernacle, a part of the Redeemed Christian Church of God. Our mission is reconciling the individual, community and the nation to God. Be blessed as you listen. It's an rock of ages. We just want to say thank you. We are grateful for everything. We are grateful that you are a, a, a good God. You are a kind God, the best. Thank you for everything that you have done. Thank you for your promises upon our life. Thank you for the way you have been looking after us. Thank you for your children. Lord, we thank you for their families. Lord, we thank you for everything that concerns them. Father, we honor you. Father, as we continue to stand on your promise, as we continue to stand on your word, with full assurance, with full trust, that we know that you, the only living God, that you will continue to sustain us. Lord, we pray for the grace to stand and not to faint in the name of Jesus that you will grant unto each and every one of us in the mighty name of Jesus. And we pray in the name that is above every other name as we continue in this journey of faith, as we continue to fight this fight of faith, you will empower us not to fail you in the mighty name of Jesus and it shall be well with us. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please, let's take our seat. Let's put our hands together as we take our seat for Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Good morning, everyone. It's so good to be in the presence of the Lord again. It's such a privilege to be in the presence of God. And the Bible says that in the presence of God, there is fullness of joy. You know, I have a full assurance that if there's anybody here this morning who has come with a very heavy heart, who has come into this place today with, a, with, with pain, with suffering, I trust the Lord that today in the name of Jesus, the Lord that rules over the affairs of man, you will not go the same way that you came this morning. The Lord will meet each and every one of you at the point of your needs. It shall be well with you. It shall be well with all that concerns you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. First Timothy chapter 6 verse 12. The book of First Timothy, Timothy chapter 6 verse 12. It says fight. That's the New King James Version. It says fight the good fight of faith. It says lay hold of eternal life to which you were also called and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. I will read it in Good News Translation. Good News Translation says, Run your best in the race of faith and win eternal life for yourself. For it was to this life that God called you when you firmly professed your faith before many witnesses. You know that good news translation does make it, it simplifies it better. And that's why I want us to look at it. It says, run your best in the race of faith. And win eternal life for yourself, for it was to this life. You see, win eternal life for yourself. He said, for 
It was to this life that God called you. When you firmly professed your faith before many witnesses. If the Bible is saying that we should fight the good fight of faith, it simply means that there are some fights that are not good. You know, there are some fights that we fight that are completely unnecessary. You know, there are some, um, some things we do that are not necessary at all. And to be honest, all of us, we are involved in this. Sometimes we find ourselves in situations where it is completely unnecessary to go ahead with what we, we, we want to do or what we, we intend to do. But the Bible is saying the fight, the good fight of faith. What is that saying? What's the definition of faith? I'm sure we all know it. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Hebrews 11, 1. That says, faith is the substance of things hoped for. It says, the evidence of things not seen. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. And the evidence of things that you have not seen at all. And if you read the whole of that Hebrew chapter 11, you will, you will get a proper understanding, you know, a, a unique understanding of what faith is. When you begin to look at each fathers of faith, you know, that was mentioned, one by one. And many of these people, you know, they obtained the promises. They, they did not even obtain the promises while they were alive. Many of them, the promise happened. Yes, some of them, decades after. But what stood them out of the crowd was the fact that they heard the word of God and they held on to it. You know, they were not faced by what was going on around them. You know, they, they were never faced about the circumstances that they went through at the time. And to the glory of the Lord, all the things that they held on to, it came to pass. Some of them, it came to pass in their time, like Abraham and Sarah. Some of them, it never did. Some of the Abraham's one came to pass in his lifetime. But many didn't. But they still stood firm to that promise of God. You know, I wrote a definition here of faith. It says, faith is having absolute trust in the word of God. Absolute, complete trust in the word of God. That is, your perception of what the word of God is saying is completely absolute in your heart that it is not determined, it is not as a result of what you are going through or of what is happening or what you can see. It will have been very difficult for Abraham to believe that he could have a child as human being, flesh, as flesh human being. Even Sarah, she laughed because she thought that was never, how can that be? I'm sure they've, they've started, they studied biology since their time. So she understood that, that, that that's, that's never going to happen. Even the, um, the children of Israel, on their way to the promised land, then God said, Moses chose two, 12 people to go and spy the land. 
only two people would stand on the word of God. You know, I'm laying this foundation so that we will pray at the end, so that everything that is militating against you standing on the word of God, then the Lord will remove them out of your life today. In the mighty name of Jesus. So, absolute trust in the word of God. Absolute. That when you hear the word of God, you know it's, you know it's true. You know we heard all those testimonies. Even the testimonies of last week today. If you can look at it, you will see the pattern of people believing, even though they have, they have not seen the thing happen. But they held on to the word of God. They held on even to the testimonies of others. No, I remember, was it 2000, 2018, when I, you know, I lost my dad and I traveled to Nigeria to, to bury him. I remember a, a, one of us, a brethren, a brethren just called me. I was in Nigeria at the time. She, she called and said, ah, I'm seeing something. You know? God is telling me something, you know, about... Some group of people needing, saying, your blood is, yeah, the best match. Some people needing your blood. You know, when I heard that, you know, the first thing that came to my mind is that, ah, the word, the word of God says I will not die. That I will live to proclaim the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. You know, there is tendency for me to be really, really afraid the moment I hear that. One, why? Because I'm in Nigeria. You know? The first thing that comes to your mind is, ah, you know, sometimes how we fast and pray before we travel. God bless Nigeria, and, and God, is, God is prospering that country. You know, God is, God is putting away, you know, all the hands of enemy in that country. You know, when she called me, I said, ah, I quickly, the word of God is my, I said, ah, ah, I will not die. I will live to proclaim the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. To proclaim the goodness of the Lord. Not just that I will not die. But why wouldn't I die? To proclaim the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I, I reminded God that I had peace in my heart. I had peace. I remember the night we buried him. No, I was, no, my, wife, my wife was there. I, nothing happened to me throughout the day. I was okay. I was very, nothing. That night we got to where we stayed. We Bro, we took the food, we ate, we, we were happy. So we, we thanked the Lord that, oh, thank you for all that you did. Everything went well. And, and sometimes around 3 a.m., you know, I just noticed that I could not carry myself. You know, I, <laughs> in my life, and I will never, never feel like that again. In Jesus' name. In my, uh -uh. You know, you want to move, you, could, you cannot even move. You know, everything was wrong. The headache, the tummy, the leg, the body. Ah. You wanted to, I wanted to open my mouth. I couldn't open my mouth to pray. Ah -ah. I remember again the word. I said, ah, -ah. no, I will not die. I will live to proclaim the goodness of the Lord. In the, and I just began to speak in the spirit in my, in my heart. So, all of a sudden, yes, I gained a bit of strength. I went to the toilet. I came back. It was still the same. It was, it was just horrible. It got to a point where I couldn't walk. I had to crawl. 
I, I couldn't walk. This, this, is, this was somebody, nothing happened to me at all leading to that time. It was, it was an experience that you couldn't explain. So I, I just, I, I, I stood on the word of God. My wife, she woke up, she, we prayed, she was praying, and we believed. Towards the morning, you know, there was no sleep. Towards the morning, we, I gained a little bit of strength. You know, initially at night, you're thinking, ah, will I be able to go for Thanksgiving service? Towards that morning, I just, in my spirit, I said, ah, no, I will go. Even though it was, it was not, but I, I said, ah, I will go. I dressed up, took another uh, marshal that was meant only for that day, put it on. I thank God, first of all, that I could actually, I was able to stand up. My wife was dressed up. We were the first people to get into the church. I was there. The whole thing was, it was better, but <laughs> you could still feel that something was not right. But I was there. The person who was supposed to do all the reading, I was called. I did the reading. I did everything. We, after the service, we finished. And then I was, you know, gradually, gradually getting better. The next, I was it in two days after, came back to the United Kingdom. Then on getting to the GP, the GP said, ah, okay, they run test, blah, 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 blah. They said, ah, there's something that is not uh, right. They couldn't explain. They said, they took the blood, they sent it, they said, I should come back for the result. For them to give me the result, I'll call. Where is the result? Ah. They said, ah, they can't find it. Ah, you can't find what? They asked me to come back again. I went back again. I did another. Do you know, I went back about three or four times. I think about the fourth time, they said, ah, there's something... They mentioned the name, something, um, they mentioned iron, then they mentioned something else. I said, okay. I remember we came, we had um, Holy Communion then in Beckenham, and I took the communion on that Wednesday. I said, this Holy Communion, you said we should take this in remembrance of you. You know, I don't care, yes, and I hear the, the thing about the blood, but I know that the blood of Jesus flows in my, in my veins. As I take this communion, I believe that everything, or whatever the case may be, I believed it. And believe me, by the time they had, they asked me to come back again and took another blood. They took another blood two or three days. They wrote and they called. They said, We checked everything. Everything was fine. They said, Everything was fine. What am I trying to bring out of this situation? It is important for us as a child of God. To always stand on the word of God. Whether we like it or not, there are fights we will fight. And that fight is the fight of faith. Not, not physical fight. I know the, the pictures he put boxing, boxing gloves and it's not the physical fight. It's the fight that of what is contending with the word of God in your life. Because <laughs> the devil will always contend with the word of God. He had been doing that from the beginning. He will not stop just because, just because of you. He won't say, oh no, I'm not going to do that anymore. That's why we must continue to fight this fight. And it has to be on your knees. 
And anytime you noticed that you are about to take a decision or something that is against the word of God, I will advise you to stop, pause, and go back to, to the Lord in prayer. The Bible says that the word of God is yea and amen. The Bible says that every word of God, it says it's pure. It says it's a shield on them that put their trust in him. No, that's why anytime we all find, we all get to that point where we think, ah, should I go right or left? Please, that's, that's the fight you have to fight. And it's a fight of faith. It has, it has been from the beginning. The people that God prospered, that got to where God wanted them to be, they fought their own fight of faith. And by the help of God, they won. And that's why as, as a child of God, we will face challenges. Uh -uh. We will face it, whether we like it or not. Even if we, if we fast 100, very, very days, 100 days, without Jews, like my sister said, we will face challenges. Our own is to stand on the word. The word of God is everything. And that's the fight you have to fight. Is it in your mar on your marriage? In your marriage, we face situations a lot of time. But the word of God is there to guide us. The word of God is there. The, the issue we have is that we don't want to follow that word when it matters most. It could be that God just wants to see, are you going to follow me or follow your idea? But most times, we, we try to rationalize everything. And whereas the word of God has made it very plain. Very, very plain. Remember last week we spoke about that we are already in Christ. You know, we have everything inside of him. And I know even in the Bible study, we've repeated this over and over and over and over again. That our, our work, we are already in him. And when you are already in somebody, like, okay, water is inside me now. Wherever I go, that water will follow me. When you are in Christ, you are inside of him. So you are doing everything that he does. You go wherever he goes. Remember in the book of Galatians chapter 2 verse Galatians 2.20 it says I have been crucified with Christ. He says it is no longer I who live. He says but Christ who lives in me and gives himself for me. You are no longer, you are not the one that is living anymore. You carry power. You carry Holy Ghost. Nothing should face you. Yes, we will, as, as flesh, sometimes we will feel a bit of it. But quickly run to the word of God and hold on to it. There is no other way. Read Genesis to Revelation. All the people that succeeded, they always run back to the word of God. And people that failed, Go and, go and study it. They were people that turned their back to the word of God. 
people will ask questions that ah, it is easier said than done. We say it is easier said than done. But the energy we use to do what is not the word of God. Why don't we use it to do what is the word of God? And try it and see. Try it and see. You know, because you are in him already, you have everything. You know, he has already paid the price. You don't need to pay any other price except to trust him, to have faith in him. The price has been paid. When God looks at you, God looks at God sees Jesus. Because you are in him. Remember, you are in him. So anytime he looks at you, he looks at he sees Jesus. So, and when you already carry something, when you already have something, you don't need to pay for it anymore. You don't need to, you've already paid for it. So, you don't need to pay for it again. Jesus had already paid for it. So, we are beneficiaries. We are already in him. All you need to find that fight has been given unto you, which is that Holy, Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit. So you don't need to pay for it. Some of us, if we went, if, let's say we go to the supermarket to buy something, and if you have paid for it at the counter, there's a tendency that sometimes you left some on the, you forgot some. In fact, it has happened to, to us before we went to pick up. I remember that day I drove my wife to pick up, and we bought so many things. And she forgot one, <laughs> one full bag full of, I don't know whether it's chicken or, or turkey, I can't remember. She forgot it on the on those people and we came back home. Ah, when we got home, we said, ah, this thing is not complete. It's not correct. I said, she now called them. She said, ah, ah we, I th we don't know. Let's, maybe they left it. Before. I can't remember that story again. But on getting back to the place, on explaining to the people, we had it. They already put it somewhere. So we didn't have to pay for it again. Why? Because we've already paid for it. So Jesus has already paid the price. Please, let's stop fighting the fight that is not ours. Let's stop fighting the fight that is not our own to fight. What you need to do is to trust the word of God. Have peace in your heart. Grow in the knowledge of Christ. Make sure you study the word every day. Let that be your guidance angel. You know, why did Paul say that to Timothy? Fight the good fight of faith. If you go back to first, that first Timothy, if you go into back to from verse 6, first Timothy chapter 6, from verse 6. You know, Paul, um, Timothy was one of his, um, his disciples, one of his convert, the person he laid hands on and he, he received the Holy Ghost. And he was his, his father in the Lord. He, he, he was the one mentoring, that mentored him. In, in verse 6, Paul in his letter to Timothy says, Now godliness with contentment is great gain. Verse 7, he says, For we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain 
that we will carry nothing out. And having food and clothing, with this we shall be content. But those who desire to be rich fall into divers, into temptations and a snare and into many foolish and harmful lusts which drown men in destruction and perdition. Verse 10. It says, For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil, for which some have strayed from the faith in their greediness and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Verse 11. He says, But you, he's talking to us believers, he says, But you, O man of God, flee these things and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, gentleness. That verse 12 now says, Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold of eternal life. It says, to which you were also called. To which you were also called. And have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. The reason why you are called is to do all these things in that verse 11. Is to do away with that verse. Verse 9 and verse 10. And is to stay with what is on verse 11. To pursue righteousness. Godliness. Faith. Love. Patience and gentleness. And thank God for the life of Timothy. He listened. And the same word of Apostle Paul by the help of the Holy Spirit. Is speaking to us again this today. Please let's stop petty petty fight. That is not the fight God wants you to fight. We have established that there is a fight to be fought. And that is the fight of faith because there are so many things to do. People are how they are perishing. People are how they people people need you because God saved you for them so that you can bring them in as well. My prayer is that God himself will help us in the mighty name of Jesus and we will be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. When it comes to this time to stand by the word of God, God will give you strength to stand firm, to be unmovable, to be unshakable. Because that is the difference between success and failure. As the Lord spoke to Joshua in is it Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. That is the difference. That is the difference. I know that I'm talking to people who, 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 who believe. And if you are here, you, you've not, you don't believe it. You've not given your life to Christ. This is the moment to do so. 
Because standing by the word of God will not just come to you naturally. You need God. You need the Holy Spirit inside of you to be able to do it. And so you need to give your life to him if you are yet to do so. So people of God, please, I want us to stand up. My time is up. So we should remember that Jesus has finished the race. The race that Apostle Paul is saying we should run. Jesus ran the race. He's finished it. He only wants us to have faith in him. Have faith. At the cross, Jesus said it is finished. And it is finished. It is finished. So with God on your side, you know, with you inside of Christ, believe me, with you knowing that you are genuinely knowing that you are inside Christ, you are secure. The Bible says that we are complete in him who is the head of all principalities and power. That is no principalities and power can overcome you. Why? Because you, have, you are inside Christ and you are complete inside of him. You don't need to run to anybody. You don't need to go to any babalawo or any jujuma. Just put your trust only in God. So, please, all high school closed and all heads bow. Now, this is a very important time in everybody's life where we go to God in prayer, in total surrender. Now, Lord, I, I, there have been times I have not, I have not absolutely trusted in your word. I repent today. So if you are here, you have not given your life to Christ. If you are here in this auditorium, that you have not yet given your life to Christ. Please kindly put your hands up while all eyes are closed. Raise your hand up. Let, let your hands go up. God bless you, my brother. If you are here to give your life to Christ, yes, you can put your hands down, brother. And just begin to pray to the Lord. Begin to ask the Lord this morning that the Lord himself will, will accept you as his own. That the Lord himself will welcome you, the one that has called you today. That he will empower you all that you need to be who God wants you to be that the Lord will make available for you. In the name of Jesus. As from now henceforth, I trust that the Lord himself, who is all in all, he will continue to be your Lord and Savior. He will guide you through life. He will be your source and your joy. The Lord will fight your battles for you. And you will hold your peace. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for your son. For you said in your word that he that has come to you, you will know why he's cast out. Your son has run to you today. Father, we pray that you accept him. Please let his name be written in the book of life. In the mighty name of Jesus. From now henceforth, oh Lord, when he calls on you, you will continue to answer. You will beautify his life. You will make his life whole. 
Now that he is inside of you, he is completing you. All the days of his life. Lord, we thank you. So the rest of us, please, let's pray. Let's ask the Lord. In 2 Timothy chapter 6, 1-2, to he says, Therefore I remind you to stir up the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Of power, of love, and of a sound mind. So I want us to pray this afternoon. Say, Heavenly Father, no, this prayer is very important and I need you to pray this prayer because we have all found ourselves in this situation and it ought not to be. So let's say, Heavenly Father, please reignite the fire of Holy Spirit that is in me. Drive out the spirit of fear and replace with power and love and of a sound mind. In the mighty name of Jesus. Please pray that prayer genuinely to the Almighty God this morning, this afternoon. That for Heavenly Father, please reignite the fire of Holy, Holy Spirit that is already in me. And drive out every spirit of fear and replace with power and love and sound mind in the mighty name of Jesus. 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 Begin to ask the Lord. Ask the Lord. Pray to the Lord this afternoon. Have there been any incident that is causing you fear? Ask the Lord himself. Any situation that you are going through now that is making you to be afraid. Ask the Lord that you are, you are sorry. For not trusting on the word of, of the Lord. Ask the Lord this morning. That from now henceforth you will stand by the word of God. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Lord. In Jesus name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. It's why we remain standing. Let's, 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 let's worship the Lord. Let's, pray. let's sing with the choir. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for the spirit of power, for the spirit of love and of a sound mind. We worship you because we know that victory indeed belongs to you. Thank you for going before us to fight our battles. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. stand against the Lord. No one can. No one will. Oh, who will stand against the King? No one can. No one Victory belongs to Jesus. Victory belongs to him. Oh, oh, oh. Victory belongs to you, Lord. Victory belongs to you. Come on, sing it. Who can 
for listening we hope that you were ministered to through this message if you have any comments on this presentation or would like to contact us our address is 38 to 40 parsons meet west croydon cr03 sl to speak to a member of our team you can call us on 0208 our website address is www.croydontabernacle.org.uk thank you and god bless